This is Shifting Our Schools episode 95. How do I know if students are engaged in the learning process? Listen up, educators. Are you looking to take your classroom to the next level? The technological shift in education is happening right now. If you're looking to integrate technology into your classroom, you're in the right place. Welcome to Shifting Our Schools with your host, Jeff Udick. Welcome back to Shifting Our Schools. Thank you for listening, and I hope your school year is off to a great start uh, for both you and your students. Uh, Here in Seattle last Saturday, we had this crazy thunderstorm. You might have uh, seen it in the news that moved through Seattle, and we don't get them very often around here. Uh, We have a lot of friends from the Midwest who are just like, this was the best thunderstorm ever, and we just don't get those here in Seattle. But uh, we had over 2,200 lightning strikes, uh, and it was gorgeous. My wife and I shut off the... Uh, lights and just watch the the storm move through. And it was pretty crazy and awesome. But I think more than that, it was Mother Nature's way of telling us that summer was over and fall is here. Because since last Saturday, the temperatures have barely hit 70 degrees. If we hit 70 degrees, it's just barely getting there. And all of a sudden, you can just be like, oh, it's summer's over and uh, the fall is around the the corner. And here in Seattle, that means, you know, we just have these low, slow clouds that are constantly moving through. It's on and off rain all day. My wife and I are frantically trying to finish up a couple of outside um, projects uh, before fall gets here. But it just, you know, that smell of fall is in the air. Uh, So you just know it's here. That and the squirrels. There are squirrels everywhere all of a sudden, which is another sign you know that fall is here. But uh, anyways, I hope you're having a great start to your school year and fall is treating you well. Uh, Or spring, for those of you in the Southern Hemisphere, you lucky people coming out of winter getting ready for uh, your summer. But uh, anyway, this week, I wanted to thank uh, Katie McKee for sharing an article with me titled, What is Engagement in a Learning Experience? Uh, it was put out by Gold Guardian, who is a software company who helps. Uh, it's a software that helps to filter and monitor student devices. I know a couple school districts that are using it, and I have actually recommended their product to schools that I've worked with, especially those it seems to work really great with a Chromebook setup. Um, but I'm not talking about, I'm not promoting them in any way. I'm just telling you where the, the article is coming from. But uh, however, in this case, it's really the article and the research that these authors did that I think is really interesting. I'll make sure I put a link to the article in the show notes. And it's well worth uh, 10 minutes of your time, especially I think if you're a coach like Katie or in an administrative position, it's really worth your time to go through some of this research and just the ideas that these authors have. And what I think I love most is I love how the authors try and define engagement and what does it really come down to um, and, and just kind of what, what, how do we know kids are engaged? And and what I love about this is in, in the, the article, it comes down to, we, it's hard to define. We just know it when we see it and when we hear it from our students and in trainings, we continue to talk about student engagement. I mean, you talk about student engagement everywhere right now in schools, especially when it comes to technology. How do we know students are engaged? And of course, technology isn't going to do it but it is a huge part of the recipe for this generation. What we know about this generation and what it means to be engaged 
it has changed. And for better or for worse, in a one-to-one classroom, or if you use technology, there should be an engaging factor in that. And that doesn't mean using games. Let's not mistake what we're talking about here. But what does true engagement look like? And so I thought I'd just kind of break this down a little bit. And here, here's a couple things of what we know about this generation. Like when you look at the research around this generation, and those of you that have been listening to this podcast or have heard my keynotes know that I'm really into doing the best we can to understand the generation that is in front of us today. But here's what we know. We know, number one, it must be meaningful to their life today. This is a generation that has been raised to believe and has been taught that if it doesn't bring satisfaction to my life today, then I don't have to worry about it. And so we are dealing with a brain that is, and I'm not saying it's right, I'm just saying this is the brain. The brain is, how is that meaningful to me? And if it's not meaningful today, I'm I'm not going to use it. Versus my generation where we were told, jump through the hoops, there are some things you have to do in life and you just have to go out and do it. This generation is being told, you only have to do things that you want to do. And I'm just saying it's a large generalization, but that's the brain that is in our classrooms. Because of that, One of the questions we as teachers need to constantly ask ourselves is, can I frame today's lesson or learning in a way that students can relate to it in their own lives? How are we making sure that we are helping students say, here's X, Y, and Z, and this is how it connects to your life today, ABC, right? Anytime we can help kids make those connections, you're going to see engagement. Number two, it must be purposeful. If you want to read anything about Generation Z that's in our classrooms or the millennials that came before them, they have been focused on purposeful purposeful relationship with the world, for lack of a better term. We have companies who are have to show that their work is purposeful, that the things that kids are engaged in is purposeful. And we must make sure that the work we have students do in our classroom is purposeful if we want to see engagement. So a question you might ask yourself as a teacher, how do I frame today's lessons or learning to be purposeful to my students? And then the last one, it must be fun engagement comes out in a lot of different ways. And one of the ways that is so easy to see it is fun. The other way is frustration. If there's just that hint of frustration, that is also an engaged student, right? So it must be fun. A great question. I love this. Do I think this activity is fun? And this came out in the research. What I find is this is the best part, is in the research, if you go in and read this research, what they find is that teachers can answer these three questions about any lesson and the lessons will be engaging. And I can't tell you how many times I have talked to teachers and I've asked teachers, do you think doing this worksheet is fun? And the teachers say, no, but dot, dot, dot. And then comes the, I had to do it. They have to do it. They have to learn it or whatever it happens to be. And here's what the research shows. If you go in and read this article and I, we know this, if it is not fun for me as a teacher to teach, it is not going to be engaging for students. So that's our job. That, that's what we are supposed to do. If the teacher knows that it's not an engaging activity, if it doesn't really have purpose in their lives and it's not fun, then it's not engaging. And yes, I hate to break this to you, this means you, the teacher, are going to have to rework, rethink, or recreate the learning activity to meet these three questions. It all starts with the teacher, and it all starts with the questions we are asking students. 
Are we asking big essential questions that allow them to dig in, that give them purpose, that are meaningful, that they can apply to their lives? Questions we maybe could not ask, could never have asked before because we didn't have access to the learning. We didn't have access to the knowledge. We didn't have the internet at our fingertips. So we couldn't even ask these questions before, and now we can. Here's something you can do to start gathering data yourself. As you are talking with students throughout the day, ask them these three simple questions. What did you learn today that you can see applies to your life outside of school? Question number two, why do you think you need to learn this? And question number three, what was the best or most fun part of your day? You'll get a feel for engagement by asking students and reflecting on our own teaching. I truly believe we do not ask students enough at the end of every lesson, how was this today for you? Because more times than not, we know what the answer is going to be. Just thanks again to Katie for bringing this article to my attention. What are your thoughts on engagement? How do you know if your students are actively engaged in the learning process? I'd love to hear from you and for you to share your thoughts on student engagement. How do we know that students are truly engaged? What are the signs that you look for? If you head over to sospodcast.org and click on Flipgrid in the upper uh, right-hand corner and leave us a quick video of your thoughts, I'd really appreciate it. And until next time, I'll see you on the network. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Shifting Our Schools with your host, Jeff Udick. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit sospodcast.org, facebook.com slash Jeff Udick, and on Twitter at judick. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time on Shifting Our Schools.